Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Chase Jarvis Live Show. It's me, Chase, and you guys know this show. This is where I normally sit down with the world's top creators, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders, and today is just a little bit different. That's right. For you folks that don't like change, well, I apologize in advance, but I think you're going to actually like this, so stay with me. And for those of you who might know it's coming, because I have done a couple of these episodes in the past, sometimes I call them micro shows, this one is a, is a slight twist even on a micro show, and that is I'm taking what I think are some of the best answers from the show The Daily Creative, which is a show on my YouTube channel, slash Chase Jarvis. If you're not subscribed there, I'm not sure what's happening, why you would do that to me. But in this case, uh, it's a show where I take called-in questions from all over the world, from all y'all creators and entrepreneurs, us here in this community, and I try and use uh, the little bit of wisdom that I've I've captured over a lifetime of doing this stuff, and of course, harvesting all kinds of value, valuable info from uh, previous guests on the show to answer these questions, and I think this makes an exceptional episode. It's going to be a little bit shorter. Normally, you know, this is like a 60-minute show, 60 to 90-minute. This is going to be a little burst of energy, and the reason why I enjoy this format and these questions is because these are questions that we all have had. And the occupation of the asker, whether it's a designer, a photographer, an entrepreneur, it, it doesn't matter. We are all in this together. There's so many similarities. And you all can do the mapping for yourselves as to how this is, is the most pertinent. But unequivocally, these are questions that come up over and over. I feel like there's only about 100 questions to figuring out how to make a living and a life doing the things that you love. Um, so I'm going to, uh, I guess, just get out of the way. And before I do that, I'm going to just a quick word from our sponsor, Creative Live. Hey, real quick, before we get into the show, I want to let you know today's episode is sponsored by Creative Live. If there's one thing that's clear now more than ever before, that is refreshing your skills, being critical to the future of your employment, your ability to live the dreams that you seek in career and hobby in life, to expand your business attract better clients, or move on to that next phase of your career. A recent survey reported that 52% of employees feel burned out at work. That's up almost 10% from just a year ago. Now, Creative Live is built to help you reach your goals. It's built with your goals in mind and specifically how to avoid burnout, pursue the things that light you up. So what else is exciting? Gone are the days for paying for every one of the classes individually. Now for 15 bucks a month, you can become a Creative Live subscriber and have access to 2,000 classes. That's where Pulitzer Prize winners, Emmy winners, Oscar winners, Grammy winners teach art, design, photography, video, music, business, and more. Check it out. Go to creativelive.com slash creator pass. That's all one word, creativelive.com slash creator pass. Now, let's get into the show. Hey, Chase. Max Schultz here. Uh, big fan. I got had the chance to meet you briefly at the Tim Ferriss launch event, or book launch event at Creative Live in San Francisco. Cool. I um, love what you do and keep it up. Uh, my question for you is, how do you choose projects to commit to? And once you've committed, how do you stay committed and focused as new opportunities present themselves? Got it. Thanks, Chase. Thank you. All right. So sounds like maybe this is a question that comes from ADD or more importantly, it's a question about you don't know what you stand for. You don't have a personal. This is I'm, I'm, I'm reading into this admittedly because I just know you for like, what was that 11 seconds? I'm reading into it that 
you are busy looking at everybody else's stuff. That's why things are interesting. And it's good to be interested because that's what makes something inter someone interesting is to be interested in something. So, but this is the, this is the challenge that um, I'm going to assign to you, okay? What do you care about? What is it, because you, if you're just walking around waiting for ideas, uh, they're, they're, you literally could do a million things. So it's an, almost an unanswerable question, but, but at the core of this is what do you care about? And you have to actually, it's not really if you decide to care about something, that means you don't care about something else, but what if you, like this is fantasy time. Like, like literally, uh, do you even know what you're doing in, like is, are you a designer? Are you an entrepreneur? Do you know, is it about what business to build? I have very little context, but I can hear it in your voice that you're busy looking around at everything else. It's like, oh, uh, Gary over there, he's doing a good job as a photographer, maybe I should do that. Or maybe I could start a car wash business. Or I, like you have given me very little, but I can hear from your voice that you have to look in here. The answers aren't out there because I've said this before, even on this show, I think I've said it, that when shit gets hard, you have to decide to, to work on things that you love because when shit gets hard, and it will in every industry and in any project that you take on, you have to love it so much that you're willing to push, push through the hard, shitty parts. And there are, those parts are they're, they're in every project. So first, decide what do you stand for? If you could make up anything that you do, what is it that you care about? What is it, you, a change that you want to see in the world and a change that you'd want to see or feel in yourself? That's how you're going to get on the path. Now, this is the king, the king piece in this puzzle, which is it's okay to move and, and once you, you know, you're on this path and you can sort of, you can change slightly. It's not, you, you can never just run the perfect straight line. It doesn't happen. You're gonna, there's things that are gonna come up. You're gonna have to make adjustments, but at least you're committed to something. Something. What is it that you can put all of your time and energy in? That is a question that only you can answer. That is a question that only you can answer. So, um, I do feel like, uh, I made a note here actually. Um, let's say you do find that thing because this is ultimately, you're, you're, gonna, you're gonna figure it out. You're gonna start doing something because something is better than nothing. Um, do you have friends in this thing, in this endeavor, business partners or someone you're collaborating with? If you're a photographer and you're looking for a model, like what does the model wanna get out of it? Do you have someone to help keep you account, to help keep, is that right? Yeah, help keep you accountable. That is, if you're a dreamy creative and you're looking around, which is the, the vision that I have in myself right now of, of you, is that you're not sure, but commit to something and do you have a partner in crime? It's sort of like if you're gonna decide to, you know, you're gonna lose 10 pounds, you're gonna gain 10 pounds of lean muscle mass, do you go to the gym? Who's your gym partner in this thing? That is one thing that will help keep you on track. And another one is, you have to remember, execution is literally everything. Because a bunch of ideas up here with no action, and actions that don't create progress are basically useless. Now, in doing something, what you often do is find out that you don't love it. So you can, you know, you can go out there and just try a bunch of things if you're paralyzed. It's not like you have to sit in your room and figure it all out in, in you know, two or three years, you get this perfect thing and then you start doing stuff. That's not how it works. You, you learn to do stuff by doing stuff. You, knew what, you learn what you like by trying it. So 
I would say if you're totally lost, and I'm trying to, again, impart a lot of what I'm, I'm picturing you sitting in your room right now going like this, do a lot of different stuff. Experiment, play. There's a, like playing is a really important part. But when you figure something out, don't be afraid to commit because commitment is required and execution is everything. If once you decide what you want to do, you still don't do anything, I can't help you. That's the truth. And then, no, there's no like grumpy face. This is only happy face. So I know it's, it's, it's really ambiguous. Uh, I wish I had a better, tighter answer for you, but it's, uh, you gotta just do stuff, man. Like doing, taking action. That is what will, you'll, you'll figure out if you love it or you hate it. Just don't sit there and be paralyzed. I'm paralyzed a little bit with this answer because I know I've been in your position, so I don't want you to feel like I'm not deriding you for this, but it is a thing. So do something instead of nothing. It's always better. Good evening, Chase. This is Joel Wright, uh, Instagram tag of at WRIJ93. And my question is, we all know that story is important in both photo and video. What is the best way to go about collecting other people's stories? That is it. All right. Good luck. Thank you. Good luck. Thank you and goodbye. <laughs> Good luck. I'll, I'll accept your luck. I'll take everything I can get. In short, the question is, how do I tell stories? And first of all, I, there are a couple ways to do it. You, you, you can be a documentarian or you can be a storyteller. Um, and let's just come at this question for both. For example, if there is a... Sometimes you're hired as a creative to create the story. You create the narrative about a product. You're asked to create the arc um, of a movie or a video. That's in your mind. So when you think of things in that world, it's about creating the, the protagonist, the, you know, it's, it's very much the hero's journey. That's one of the ways that I like to think about writing a story. Like what, what are the challenges? You know, define the character, what are the challenges? Have you, you know, risen up and then fallen down and risen up and overcome some challenges? And then um, if you're not familiar with, with the Joseph Campbell stuff, you should really look into it. That's the hero's journey. Um, and then the other side of that same coin is documenting. And documenting, whether you think it or not, you're still imparting your, your vision because you're the one who's you know, behind the camera or behind the pen. Um, and you're deciding to make, you know, there's always editorialization of, um, of what, in, what, what words you're deciding to use. That's an editorialization. That's you imp imparting your opinion on the story. But in a documentary world, you're letting the person's life unfold, whether you're documenting them in front of a camera or you're, again, you're writing. These are just two examples that I've latched onto. I don't know why here, but storytelling has so many classic parts. It's sort of like a a song, you know, there are pieces to a song or it's like a novel. There's a beginning, middle and an end. The, it's not like you have to approach everything with no context. So I would encourage you, um, actually, what's the in case you're good at this? What's the um, there's a, a storytelling class? Alex Bloomberg. OK, Alex Bloomberg from This American Life, amazing storyteller. And he did a class on Creative Live around. It was a podcasting class. No, it was just I think it was using storytelling. So. Yeah, so he's, a, he's one of the top podcasters. You've heard of Serial, This American Life. Insanely talented cat um, and a really good guy, really good human. Um, so he did a class on storytelling at Creative Live. Uh, and there's another storytelling class with the two women. Um, 
maybe in the YouTube description we'll put there's another storytelling class. What I'm getting at here is there are classic elements to story. And what I recommend is understanding what story is in the classic sense before you, you know, knowing what the rules are before you start breaking them. So think about those things when you're either you're, you're creating a story from scratch by being, you know, a, a client's asking you or whether you're documenting someone. I think there's the belief that if you document someone that that is the story. But just remember that for every bit that you cut and paste and include and don't include, you are really shaping the narrative. It's sort of like statistics. You can get statistics to say anything you want. Um, I, would, I would consider just working on the basics. Um, and it's important, I believe, to have a point of view. That's the thing that as an artist you really you are asked to do, whether that's explicit or implicit. Um, why someone would hire you uh, let's just say we'll go to photographer because if it's not just if you're being hired just because you have a camera and a finger, that's that's the least awesome reason to be hired. More awesome is because you see the world in a way that would be really, you know, your past work indicates that you see the story, uh, the world in a way that would be helpful for this story. Say someone wants to hire you. But having an opinion, this idea that you don't have an opinion and you're just documenting is fake. So therefore, if you do have an opinion, what is an opinion that you can have? What is a lens that you, this goes back to something I've said a thousand times. What is a thing, a piece of you that you could layer into this story, even though it's about somebody else, um, whether it's you know lensing or the, the words that you choose or the arc that you, you, you choose to extrapolate from this person's life, say you're following them around for six months to make a documentary. What is the lens that you can put? And sometimes the lens that you can put is helping people understand a subtle character by putting a lot of the, they, they have this particular habit. And if you can highlight that in your, say, documentary film, the, the, the viewer can, through your expose, through your positioning of pieces of creative back to back, then they'll say, oh my gosh, you know, this person, Sally, always makes the same mistake. She always gets too, in too deep and she makes too many bad choices and then she has to start over again or whatever the narrative is. Um, but this idea that you don't put your point of view into your work is the thing that I see people um, mess up the most. So have a point of view. Take those classes um, or research those cats. Uh, read Joseph Campbell and uh, get back to me. Share with me a story after you're done doing what I prescribed right here. Send me a link. I would like to follow back up with you and you can tell me a story or show me a story that you created that you're proud of. And then maybe we'll share that here on the air. I, I sometimes pull stuff up on the computer or write stuff over there on the chalkboard. So um, who's that? That was Joel. Thank you. Thanks, Joel, for writing in. All right, that's a wrap on today's episode. But before you go, just one more quick thing. I want to remind us that we have headed into a new year here, 2022. And I want to encourage you to continue to invest in yourself. Now, it's so easy for us to fall into ruts, right? To delay our growth and our personal development because we aren't actively learning and educating. Now, I, I may be speaking uh, to the wrong crew here because that's probably the reason you're listening to the show. You want to grow and develop. And that's one of the reasons this show is free. But if you do decide that you want to progress beyond just this show, this free show that's been now going for 12 years and get to the next level, I would love to invite you to make a modest, a tiny investment of $15 a month into a creative live subscription. 
For just the price of a couple cups of coffee, Creative Live has more than 2,000 classes that you'll have access to that will help you create the living and life of your dreams. Now, we've had fans and students, people who have paid attention to the show for a long time, go on to write best-selling books, to make award-winning films, to start incredible, innovative businesses. Now, all of that was powered through a Creative Live subscription. No, not all of it. Now, now the testimonials are clear. So much of that has been powered by Creative Live subscriptions. Again, for just 15 bucks a month, you can unlock 2,000 classes taught by the world's top experts, and you can learn at your own pace. So I encourage you to check it out. Go to creativelive.com slash creator pass and get going.